Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie podcast. My name is Mark, and my guest tonight, Tennessee State record holder, Micah Burkhardt. How you doing, Micah? I'm not too bad. How are y'all doing? Good, man. Um, I'm honored and privileged to have you on the show tonight. Um, I want to make sure that I shout out uh, the supporting companies first. I always got to do that. I need to make sure that I give a big shout out uh, to Fish Brain. Thanks for supporting the channel. Also, Amped Outdoors, Uncle Loose Tackle, Multibar, and Port Barrington Marina. Check them out at the links in the description. And while you're down there, folks, you need to click on that link for Micah's channel he's got a a new and upcoming youtube channel uh go over there give him a sub watch one of his videos so that sub sticks there's my buddy creole catfishing what's going on jeremy make sure that sub sticks and uh, uh i'm sure you'll like what you see i see big things coming from this guy this young man in the near future so we're going to go through all the regular questions that i love to ask all the time michael where are you from bud uh from uh, big rock tennessee Big Rock, Tennessee. Where where is that in Tennessee? Like okay, it's uh, we're just I'm just south of Fort Campbell. If that that helps everybody out, I'm sure it'll help more of them than me. Um, <laughs> me being a Yankee, and I get a lot of I get, <laughs> I get a lot of trash talk for being a Yankee, but it is what it is. Um, and what rivers your what do you call your home waters? I should say uh, the uh, the Cumberland River and Tennessee River is r real close to me right there. Okay, how far of a drive are you looking at? Uh, well, the Cumberland River is about ten minutes. Tennessee River is about thirty minutes. Yeah, and how'd you start fishing? Where 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 did it all begin? Where where what like from point A to point Tennessee state record holder? We're gonna try and get all of that in here in an hour. <laughs> so where did it start? Oh, man, I you know I've I've been fishing since I was able to walk, and probably before that, but I just don't remember. Uh, but I, I've always had a passion for fishing. My father was, a, you know, he was a good fisherman. My grandfather was a commercial fisherman uh, out of Washington State. So it's kind of, it was kind of ingrained, you know, the fishing side of things. Uh, and then uh, I got, and frankly, I got stationed at Fort Campbell. And uh, that's, you know, of course, I've been here since. I've been here, I, well, I've been in Tennessee for, God, a little over 20 years. And, uh, you know, I back then, you know, Cumberland River was one of the top five rivers to catch catfish out of. And uh, so I wanted to try that out, you know. And well, uh, let me stop you real quick. Okay. Thank you for your service. I always got to make sure I say thank you from uh, it. We all appreciate it in the catfish community. And, and we, I always like to make sure that we, we go out of our way to, to thank you for that, Micah. So, yeah, no problem. Just my part. Hey, Fish and Freedom with the $5 Super Chat. It says, bedtime, I'll have you, all, I'll have you on the TV so I can dream about state record blue cat tonight. <laughs> He's in Missouri, so your record's safe if he catches it. Right, right. I appreciate you guys. Uh, so go on with your story. I, I, I apologize for, for, for interrupting. Yeah, well, I see, like I said, you know, I never, even back then, we're talking in uh, 2000. Matter of fact, it was 2000 uh, when I got stationed at Fort Campbell and Back then, I didn't have a boat, didn't have nothing, just had a couple of rods, fish from the bank. And then I was actually catching some really good fish off the bank. Uh, and then I got my my first boat was, a, a matter of fact, it was a church we go to, a, a friend of ours. He gave me, matter of fact, gave me a 14-foot V-bottom boat. Uh, and it wasn't even two weeks after I had that boat is when I caught a, a my biggest flathead ever, which is, for me, it's still 76 pounds. Uh, and then ever since then, I've been hooked. Uh, I've been chasing that big bite since. That's a big flathead. Man. Yeah. 
Yeah. My, I dream of them fish. Mine's right at 58 pounds, just under 58 pounds by a yeah. couple ounces, but maybe someday I'll get up there into the 70s. We're going to try, though. Yeah, that, that, but that fish, I was completely outgunned. I was using Walmart gear. I think I was using, you know, just I had what I could afford at the time, you know, and I was back then I was a young E4 in the military, so uh couldn't afford much. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, like I said, ever since then, I've been chasing that big bite and, and I've, you know, and I've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, and I say good at it. I'm, you know, I average quite a few forties and fifties, uh, but I haven't really, you know, up until the state record, that was about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a big fish. And thank you yeah. Eric, for the $2 super chat. He's got the duck pickle emojis. That's a long story, Micah. I'm too embarrassed to tell you what that's all about. <laughs> And thank you for sharing out Michael's link, Creole. We appreciate you. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, Creel's down there on the Great Mississippi River. Uh, Got to shout out LG Bass. He's a supporter, too. Um... So, I mean, you're getting them in the 40s. Are you, are you talking flatheads or blues? Mostly? Uh, both, both. both? We, we talked a little bit backstage, and you do have a passion for chasing flatheads. Do you, do you, like, separate the two, or are you pretty much just going out there for whatever bites? No, I, I, I do separate the two. I mean, I have for the last probably five years. I, I've learned, well, I, I'm still learning, but uh, mm -hmm. I've learned how to kind of more or less separate the two, like you were saying. Uh, cause I'll target them flatheads kind of towards the, the evening and, you know, in, on into the night hours, uh, with live baits, you know, big live baits, shallow fishing, you know, just depending on where they're at. And I've got a handful of spots that, uh, produce well for me, uh, when it comes to flatheads. And then of course, uh, during the day, most of the time, you know, and I know you can catch good blues at night, but, uh, but I'll, I'll target them blues during the day, early morning, you know, right there, late evening, kind of. Uh, then I transition over to, you know, flatheads if, if we're doing a, an, an evening trip. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, of course, you'll, you'll catch blues as well at night. Uh, it's right. kind of hard to segregate the two and just pinpoint the one species. But, uh, but I know there's certain times of year and certain times of day, it just I'm sure you do as well, uh, that you will have a better opportunity to, you know, to catch a flathead. Um, I, yeah, I, where, where I fish – Best time is tw um, daybreak up until like 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. For some reason in the last year, at least the section of river I fish, and I really couldn't tell you why. I think more or less I'm fishing spots that are um, where they're going to bed for the most part. Yeah. It would be my guess. Um, if I'm fishing for channel cats during the day, every now and then I'll pick a flathead up. But if I'm fishing late at night, it's always them traveling, the yeah. channel, channel edges, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm by no means a, a, a pro flathead fisherman, but no, I, you know, I'm not either. So don't, yeah. don't <laughs> I just know what I just know what I do. <laughs> well, that's what fishing's about. Just right. sharing stories, sharing what you're learning. And I mean, that's part of the reason I, I love it so much. I mean, it, mm -hmm. There's no better reason than that. I've made a lot of friends, so hopefully someday I. You are going to CatCon, right? Yes, yes, I'll right. be there. 
So you hear that, folks? Go on over to CatCon. You might be able to meet Mike and shake his hand and congratulate him on his Tennessee State record, which we're going to get into here shortly. Um, yeah, um, I. you can definitely tell the people who got a passion for the sport, I can definitely tell that you have it, so big time. But, man, we got no blues. If we had blues, I'd, I would go after it just like you are. I was doing that while you were telling me that I was going to be like, well, how do you segregate the two? But different times of the day, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's after thinking about it, that's exactly how I would do it. So, um, you had mentioned big live baits. How big of baits are we talking when you're looking for flatheads? Uh, yeah, I get, well, see, like I'll catch bluegill, obviously, uh, for me, that's it, the waterways that I fish. That's, you know, and, and of course, white bass at certain times, uh, I'll throw a couple of them down there live. And, and it, we were talking earlier uh, about, you know, using crappie and stuff. I've never have. I got friends of mine that have and, and have done pretty good on them. Uh, but for me, I, I've always done real well on, uh, like I said, bluegill, you know, mm -hmm. just and really, and I, and I know it's going to sound funny to a couple of, the, you know, some people, but I will my favorite and i call them flathead candy all the time and they're the the four to six inches uh you know and that's what i keep down there. and for whatever reason i i catch a lot more with that and that's something that i have pretty good uh uh you know like i got a little book that i keep to try to you know help me keep track of some of the stuff that i do um, not that i keep track of all of it but you know it helps uh, and of course now the videos I make and that really helps me out because then I can go back and watch, watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I use my, my Facebook, uh, uh, photos for the same thing. Cause they're all dated and stuff. Yeah. In there. Yeah. But, uh, but I realized that, uh, you know, the, the four to six inch bluegill, put them out, you know, put them out their hole, let them swim around a little bit. Uh, they seem the bigger ones, like I said, about the six inches, they, that's a pretty good size bluegill, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but they, they hold up better, let's say in deeper water. Uh, cause you'll, you know, if you put a smaller one down there, they typically they're dead and, you know, right. 20, 30 minutes. So, uh, that's why I like using a little bit bigger stuff, you know, uh, and I seem to get a lot more bites that way, but you'd be, but I, but I'm telling you doing that, I've been amazed of how many smaller blues I have caught using that size of bait at night. <laughs> and that's what I was like, man, I said, you pretty much throw anything down there. Well, the way I look at it and I, I most definitely could be most likely i'm wrong um i i always say and i've said this a hundred times elephants eat peanuts yeah you know you're you're gonna get the smaller fish on the smaller baits but i i don't know if i've ever had a fish come up to a small piece of bait and pass it up yeah that's just the way i think I, epics in here i don't have the scientific proof you might you might have something to say about that but uh um it it's just the way that I've always fished and it's, it's done good for me. Like, like my PB flathead come on a belly piece of shad. That's literally was a one inch by one inch square. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even fishing. Well, I was fishing for flatheads, but I wasn't expecting much. Right. Uh, Freddie's outdoor adventures with the $5 super chat. Thank you very much. He says, great show. Mark, Juju. I guess they're starting a super chat train. I appreciate you. And for the people who are crew members that had the milestones today, fish and freedom. I know Robin was one of them. If I missed, anybody please forgive me um i appreciate everyone you guys are the ones that keep the the gas and the boat and the lights on here in the studio you guys are awesome crew member dan thompson in the house what's going on dan how you doing again sorry about the interruptions but i got to take care of the people that take care of me most yeah all yeah absolutely so yeah um you guys got any green sunfish by you micah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, we do. I, I've, I've caught, I've caught them before. Yeah. Yeah, we used, we used, I used my my favorite in the panfish family's got to be like a only because they're stunted where I catch them a three to a four inch green sunfish and they'll mm -hmm. they do really well they'll stay kicking all night yeah like yeah warriors. But yeah, I'll use a lot of bluegill and shad when I can get the big ones, most likely in the fall. I kind of mm -hmm. switch them around. I used to pay for suckers, and they're crazy. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what kind of bait setup you got if you're using all that live bait? As, as far as like how I hook you, it up. Do you have so. a bait tank set up at home? or? Oh, no. Well, I mean, I do. I do. But uh, typically that time of year, if, I, if I'm using it strictly bluegill, I can catch them. You know, I'll catch them fresh. Yeah. I'll go out a couple hours early, catch them, you know, because uh, to me, I do have a bait tank and those are for the days that, that I just don't feel like going out catching bait, you know, mm -hmm. but I don't, I, I typically don't keep it stocked. It's because I can, like I said, usually get out and catch what I need. What I found out is in the last couple of years or most recently is the, the bait in my bait tank don't, doesn't last as long as bait that I just caught that same day. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get out there and catch my bait right when i go out to fish but i'm mm -hmm. too anxious to do that so <laughs> yeah that's the, i mean that is the unfortunate part i i have uh i have wasted you know one to two to sometimes three to four hours of a morning you know just trying to catch bait but i think i better my odds with very you know with with very fresh bait you know as you know other than frozen stuff or you know I, okay coming out of a bait tank they're still fairly you know they're fresh i mean but uh but i, I hear what you're saying on that I just, I just like to, I just like to catch it that day, then use it that day. I would have to agree. Um, yeah, and Epic says he's a big fan of the Cumberland River, so cool deal. Uh, and thank you, Catfish Regulators. He's been a member for 15 months. And look at this LG Bass with a $10 super chat. He's getting on the super chat train. I appreciate you, my friend. All right. All right. So let's talk about the day you caught that Tennessee record blue cat. Okay. I mean, did you wake up saying in the morning, did you say, I'm going to get me a Tennessee state record today? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I do that, that every morning. time I'm going fishing. Yeah. I woke up that morning because, uh, like, well, no big secret, but me and my wife, we had planned on making that kind of like a date, you know what I mean, on the uh, on the water. So it, I think we rolled out of bed. It was, well, I roll out about 4 o'clock. It's what I do all the time, but I think we didn't even hop in the truck to go to the river till about nine o'clock. And, uh, but see, luckily I'd caught the bait the night before. And so we were just going out there just to have a little fun, enjoy the day. Cause it was a very beautiful day that day. And that's, that was pretty much it. That was the whole plan. Just go out there and hang out. We brought and, and, the, we brought the little Coleman stove. We were going to have a little dinner on the boat, you know, nothing, nothing special that day. That sounds romantic as hell to me. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that really does with with the wife out on a boat, yeah. a little bit of food, a little bit of catfishing. How can you want anything else, man? That's living. I know I wouldn't. But heck no. I got I can't talk my wife into going fishing with me. Really? I'm, work, I'm working on a bigger boat. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Thank you, Wayne Hosky. Says Mark finally got to see the show. Uh Creole catfishing. He's getting on that super chat train with the five dollar <laughs> super chat. I appreciate you guys very much. So Epic says he fished it in the fall 20 years ago with Jim Moyer. Is that name familiar to you? I don't know Jim Moyer. Uh, no, I don't. 
Okay. <laughs> so you get the boat launched, you get all, all, all your stuff loaded up, and you head on down the river. How far did you get? Well, let me ask you this. Was this in a spot that you regularly fish? I, I have fished it before, yes. Okay. Uh, and, and, and we have this well this spot i knew we would catch fish because i've always caught fish there that time of year i mean you can't help but to catch a fish you know it'd be you know you'd probably catch some good eaters up to probably a 30 40 sometimes a 50 and I, i've mm -hmm. caught them out of there uh it's it's just a little special spot i don't know actually it's on the the tip I, of it don't tell too much don't don't tell well, people too much it, 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 it's no big secret now but okay. uh but it's but it's it's a tip of an inside bend, and it comes up to a, a a really large flat. Well, on the edge of that flat is a good drop, you know, or a ledge. Um, and then they're either sitting right on the top of that ledge, or just inside that flat, or down at the very bottom uh, of the ledge. And they're always there. I, you pick a time of year, they're there. Um, but like I said, you're going to catch little ones, you know, or you'll catch you know big ones, and. Uh, but I, but like I said, I fished it before, scanned it, you know, a hundred million times. It seems like, and uh, it's just one of them little special spots that, that fish will always sit because there's always bait there. And that's like and a that conveyor actually, belt, always bringing it in towards them, right? Well, it, and it and it, what it does is at the end of that flat, it rolls into a creek mouth. So mm -hmm. it's it's perfect, and and the and the the the, the creek that it, that it goes into it opens up to a big bay, so you can catch fish out of there too. Um, so they're constantly moving in and out and that's like a staging area, so to speak. Uh, but I, but yeah, we just put out the planter boards and, and cause that, that stretch is about, well, according to my, uh, the distance on my remote, it's about 0.3 miles. So, uh, so what I would typically do is I, I drag it and I turn around and go back, start over again and come back and drag it again. Cause the fish, you know, that time of year, they're just moving around, mm -hmm. uh, and and you know and that's what we were doing because I knew we would catch some fish because I wanted you know I wanted my wife to reel in some fish and you know I wanted to reel in some fish, so uh, that's that's what we did. But we only got to make one pass on it, so made that well, first, first pass. pass and that you was it. Into them. Yeah, first pass. I love it when a plan comes together. Huh? Steve Ransom has a question for you. He says, "You say the tip of the inside bend is that the start or the end? The, uh, the start. It'll be the start as the current flows." Okay, so right at the top of the hole. Yep. Good deal. Oh, so that answered my other question. You were dragging baits, is what you were doing? Yep, yep. Using planer boards. I just had one straight out the back and two off the side. Okay. Because tip, tips got to run. I'd, if I'm doing it, just, you know, for serious fishing, I'd have uh, five rods, one out the back, and four on planer boards. Okay. So that tells you how serious I was that day. <laughs> just out there looking for some eaters and having yeah. some fun with the wife. Yeah. Isn't it the truth when it always happens? Yeah. When you, it never fails. I mean, when you least expect it, that's when it happens. Oh man. I love to hear this kind of stuff. It, it really tickles me to the point where it's even hard to think of some more questions. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the gear you were using. So you're using planer boards, dragon baits, right? Yeah. Obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. You want to give any shout outs to any tackle sponsors that help you out and getting that? Uh, well, I mean, the, the main one would be Mad Cats, obviously, for the, you know, for the rod, because, you know, I, I know I've said this probably 75 times before, um, but the different rods that I've used over the time, uh, the, just, just the way that fish, how aggressive he was in about the first 30 minutes of fighting him, you know, I, I've used heavy rods. I've used extra heavy rods. I've used medium rods and medium heavy rods of all different types, shapes, colors, you name it. And it was just something, it was something about that Panther rod that I was using 
to where when he made that that, that big run because I mean he he pulled you know like I, I was using thirty pound test line so that's main line and leader line that's what I was using that day okay uh, and but the but like I said the cushion of the rod and and I know it sounds like I'm uh, you know I'm doing a commercial but I'm not it was just an honest an honest review I you'll will say with me and a big fish uh just a cushion of that rod to allow me well to allow for my mistakes you know uh like having the drag too tight thumbing the reel too much uh it was just a lot of things that that i i caught myself doing throughout the fight that it's like hey dummy quit doing it you know you're gonna lose this fish uh so but yeah because of that and then like i said the reel um it was just a uh, one of them pc fun chaos 50s you know really nothing special uh but like I've, I've been using them for what six years now and i've i've never had any issues out of catching fish with them um obviously since then you know i've kind of learned that sometimes I, during that I, I knew that i was outgunned so i've been kind of playing with different stuff from you know since then uh but but yeah outside of that just the <laughs> honestly uh, uh using a gamagatsu uh the, the eight dot circle hooks they got you yeah, know? just like regular octopus circle hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like I said, you know, uh, everything worked out that day. Had it been any other day, because, yeah, have I lost fish that I think were, I won't say quite that big, but have I lost big fish before because of, you know, the lack of tackle or the ability to, to stop a fish or whatever? Of course I have. Yes, I, I have lost a lot of fish because of that. Um, so I've learned a lot since, that, since this experience. Uh, but... But yeah, that's it. Like I said, the Mad Cats rods and then, you know, the PC Fun reels. And, you know, at that time I was using that Berkeley Trialing Big Game. A lot to be said about that. So, man, that, uh, that line's been around forever. It's treated so many anglers so well yeah. over the years. Yeah. I mean, there's there people that can nitpick about it and they got this or that to say about it, but but it, it works. They're, it's not my uh, line of choice, but if it works, it works. And, and right yeah. here, it's a testament to just that. So. What's going on, Kevin Palmetto Cats in the house? How you doing? He says he thought it, he says he I thought I saw the Pisifun Chaos on that rod in the picture. Yeah, Yeah. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's see what else is going on here. Cool. So what, what man, a 30-pound leader. That would scare me. Well, you know, <laughs> Mono's got Mono's got a lot of stretch. And like you said, the rod did its job. Yeah, you know, I spent a lot of time both, you know, talking to Lyle live on stream and stuff. And he's a rod builder. And and yeah. that's exactly what you want him to do. You want that rod to do do the work and, and make up for your mistakes. 
Because I, right. I made them. I, I, no lie about that. I made them because you know, because like uh, like you were saying, uh, when you go fishing up north a little bit, you you know, you fish after salmon and stuff like that. Well, again, my grandfather was a commercial fisherman, but we mm-hmm. also chased the you know kings and silvers, you know, and and he always told me, he said, "Don't you dare put that thumb on that reel. Don't you dare tighten it down. Just play the fish out." And of course, I did all that completely wrong with that fish. <laughs> it's so hard to do when you got a big fish on, isn't right. it? You, you're like you get nervous you want to thumb that spool just because nah. you you want that fish in the net and you're yeah you're going in overdrive i, I don't know I'm, I'm not a hunter but i imagine buck fever has got to be something close to it or i mean yes. greater yes. but in that same way yes so. I, I will agree with you 100 on that but it's but for me about the last 20 minutes of it i mean you well any anybody that's caught a fish period you know a, a decent fish if you fight that fish for a while and you're you've got that constant you know because that fish is pulling and it's just over the back and you know obviously i'm not as young as i used to be i'm i'm, I'm more you know messed up than i should be at this point in my life but it hurt man <laughs> i was just it was I, I just wanted to get him up and you know and i like i said i found myself you know thumbing that real lot more than i should have and uh, when he wanted to run, I tried to stop him. And then it's like, oh, crap, what are you doing? Stop. You know, it's just, a, of course, you get into a mental game. And it, I'm just glad it worked out, really. It, you it know, did work out. And thank yeah. goodness it did, man. Yeah. I'm going to be grateful for Avid Fisherman with the $10 Super Chat. Thank you. He says, member for nine months uh, to an awesome show. I appreciate you. Um, yeah. I mean, no matter how much you tell yourself, and you think about it before you're fishing or even while you're sitting there waiting for a fish to bite, you know, you, you, you know what to do, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to do it all the time. So yeah, I, I, the, the way I treat it is I just check my knots. I, I got control over that. I think double check my <laughs> knots in my yeah. leader and, and go yeah. from there and then pretty much spray and pray. And I've, I've lost some decent sized fish, nothing of that caliber, but mm-hmm. I've, I've lost some fish that have broke my heart. And I'm glad you didn't lose that big one. So, so up at, before the, the, the state record, what, what was, what was the weight of that fish? We, we didn't even say that yet. Did we? Well, it, it officially weighed 118 pounds. 118 it was at like yeah. 119 the, the uh prior to getting certified right uh that was uh no on a well friend scale? It, yeah on a friend scale it, it was 119 but you know and of course you gotta i doubt the fish well he may have he may have lost a pound you know between that but between we weighed him on my friend scale to the time we got him to the certified scale it was four hours so that could very well be. I've I've heard many stories from a lot of yeah. tournament fishermen that say they'll they'll lose weight in the live well and not just from puking stuff up. So yeah, that that could very well be. So so what was the record prior to you catching this fish? It was 112 pounds. Oh, so you 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 got a little bit of wiggle room there. Yeah, well that one was caught I think at 96 if I'm not mistaken. It was it was like 24 years old. Oh, so how did you guys date the fish? Well, no, no, no. I'm talking the old state record. Oh, the old state record. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Maybe they took a fin clipping or something <laughs> oh, like that. No, and I, I wasn't familiar to it. So, did they did they take any DNA samples of the fish? Uh, no, they didn't. Uh, I guess they could have. Uh, we, we, I mean, we had the biologist there. Uh huh. But, but yeah, like, just look at that. That's a blue cat. I don't know what else that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a channel cat. That's a big channel cat. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I mean, because we were in we were in a big hurry. Uh, because when I talked to the, uh, officer Gooch, which like, I can't give enough shout outs to him because he is the one that 
definitely put the work in to make sure that I got to release that fish. Uh, but you know, I told him my intentions and I told him that if it didn't happen soon, that was going to, I was going to just plop it overside the boat. Uh, but, but like I said, he, he made it all happen. He found a place and it was a scary ride to the scales because he was trying to hurry up and get us there and hurry up and get us back. But, uh, but it, you know, it worked out. Like I said, I can't give enough shout out to him because he, he really did it. He really did a lot for us that day. Well, you had, okay, let's, let's go back to, you, you got the fish in the net and you got it on the bottom of your boat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've done a little bit of research b- before the show. Let, let, what happens from there? Go through that, that whole story. Cause oh. it's an interesting one. Well, yeah. Cause, uh, when, you know, when I got him in the net, I hadn't really realized just how big he was. And I knew he was probably, well, I knew he was the biggest blue I've ever caught, you know, but I did not realize he was over a hundred pounds. I was thinking, you know, 80, 90 you know, maybe. Um, and then I went to try to lift him over side the boat and there was just no possible way I I could not. And then, uh, so it was me and my wife, which I really wish I'd had a camera rolling at that time because that would have been a funny clip, but both of us just, you know, at the time we're, we're groaning, we're cussing, we're, you know, we're, (laughs) we're just trying to get this fish over. Then we finally got him in the boat, man, I was amazed, you know, I've seen, I've seen that stuff on TV. You know, you hear about it. Uh, you know, I just never, ever thought that I would have something like that at the bottom of my boat. Um, and then when I tried to go to, when I went to weigh him by myself the first time, uh, like I said, my scale goes up or they go up to 110 pounds and I tried to lift and man, I was lifting everything I possibly could. My wife said it hit 102 pounds and I got to look it down. I, I still had a third of him laying in the boat, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is unreal. There, I mean, there's just no possible way. <clears throat> and, uh, and I didn't know what to do. I'm sitting there in amazement. We're, we're both, we're shaking. We're happy. You know, there's a whole lot of different emotions at the time. And, uh, so, and I'm sitting there like, well, I looked at my live well and I'm going, it would hold him. But see, my live well was only 50 inches wide or, you know, long. And if this fish was, well, when I measured him, he was, you know, 50, well, I measured him at 55, but he officially was at 54. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, We'll give it a shot. And I went to, you know, open it up. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. This is getting back in the net, getting back over the side of the boat. That way he's got constant fresh water coming across him. And once that happened, we're just kind of sit there. We sat there for probably 30 minutes. Just like, I don't know. What do we do now? What do we do now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. But, you know, like I've said before, luckily a friend of mine and his wife were fishing on the river and they just happened to be coming back. Uh, and I, you know, waved him down and he come over with me and he looked at that fish and he's like, he's like, man, that's a big fish. He's that's a big fish. You know? And of course his wife was like, that's a huge fish, you know? And then, uh, he got in my boat and I was like, well, let's get, I want to get a good weight on him before we, you know, I let him go. We got him in and man, he, he maxed once me and him both slipped and we maxed out that scale. Just, I mean, real fast. And so that's when, like I said, you know, I, I got a hold of a couple of friends and then of course the, the whole the ring of phone calls came, you know, came through and like I said, ended up getting to Matt Knight. And then he ended up calling, uh, Word travels fast, don't it? Yeah. It, and it did. Uh, I'm, but I'm thankful for it, you know, uh, cause we were able to get a, a, a better weight on the fish to, to realize that, yeah, this is, this is potentially a state record, you know? And, and of course, like I said, after that, the, the rest is history, so to speak, uh, you know, other than the, the four hour wait <laughs> of trying to get a place where we could certify that fish. So, so Matt Knight did make some calls for you. You were saying he did, he did. Uh, cause once he, uh, cause I, I, a real good friend of mine, you know, he, you know, 
of course, Matt's like that. Uh, I don't know if you you know him at all, but but he's like that. He's 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 a very personable guy. So if you like you buy stuff from him, you ask him questions or whatever. I mean, you can call him at any time and he'll talk to you. But it's a friend of mine that knew him pretty well, uh-huh. and uh, so he called him and said, "Hey, you know, do you know anybody around?" Which he's in North Carolina, which. Luckily, it worked out because he did know people in Tennessee uh-huh. that you know was able to come down to help me, uh, which they, which turned out they were friends of mine as well. And I didn't would never thought to call them and ask them. So, but like I said, you know, with that network, we ended up getting a lot of stuff accomplished real fast in the beginning. And it was just obviously waiting for the, you know, the certification part of it. Holy smokes! There's half century catfishing with the fifty dollars super chat. He says, "I saw John Parker catch a six ounce crayfish today on video." <laughs> <laughs> wow cool good for john john's a good dude he's 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 very entertaining online and he tries to catch fish not always the uh the most luckiest guy in the world everybody <laughs> says he can't fish with licks so right. i want to say let me say hello to a couple of people that just walked in okay. here. fishing with squirrel what's going on dawson there's my buddy lyle over at catfish weekly what's going on lyle how you doing want to make sure we don't we don't miss them so uh there's lance mccoo guy lance is in here lance is a hawaiian fisherman that's moved up to northern wisconsin can you believe that really yeah that's kind of an odd talk, thing talk about a change in weather yeah no kidding <laughs> so matt makes the calls you get the fish and uh what was the office the dnr's officer's name uh officer dalton gooch Gooch, that's it. That's yep. such a cool name, especially when it comes to big fish. But I think it's Gooch from that TV show. <laughs> Good show. So he shows up. What happens when he shows up on the scene? Uh, that's well, but when he finally showed up, that's when he he had found his scales and stuff like that. Uh, so when he showed up, he's like, "Y'all follow me," and he he turned his lights on and we followed him. Uh, or like I said, that, that part of it was kind of kind of nerve wracking because we were, you know, it's twisty, windy, uh, windy roads to get. To, <laughs> to and get you to had the, the you had the fish in what in the back of a truck and a and a big bait okay, tank. Okay, well, something? no, okay, so let me back up. So, uh, uh, Brian Ladd and uh, his and well, our friend Thomas, they come down there. But what they done is they brought they brought uh, Thomas's boat. Okay, so he had an eighty gallon live well on the back of his boat. So yeah, okay. Let me, let me start with that uh, because uh, once they heard that I could potentially have a state record that I thought was really close. That's when they just, they loaded up and they brought the boat down. We had to back in the water. They filled the live well up. Then that's how we transported the fish. Uh, because my live well would have, would have sustained a fish, but it, there just wasn't enough cushion between the walls. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. uh, driving down the road and stuff, he'd have just been pinned. And I didn't, you know, like I said, my overall concern was, was the health of the fish. So luckily they did that. Uh, they brought their boat, uh, and then that's what we transported the fish to the scales and then back from the scales. Um, but yeah, like I said, when officer Gooch got there, it was, it was a mad dash because, you know, time for me was of the essence because we've already had this fish, you know, in a live well for four hours, you know? Uh, and, and I, I did not want that fish to die on my, on my watch. Did not. So, I understand. So, but, 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 but like I said, it, it all worked out. I mean, it, it was, I was to the point where I, you know, and I've said this before as well, but, uh, it was to the point where I was going to let the fish go. I wasn't going to wait no more. Uh, I wanted that fish to swim away. And that was my main concern from the time I laid it in the boat to the time we finally got to release it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, and I was, and I'm honest by saying that that was, I was going to pass up the state record, any recognition of anything, uh, to let that fish live. That was my biggest concern, <clears throat> but luckily I was able to do it. 
Yeah, you got it pulled off. You know, that that one photo where the, the fish is on a table, that's kind of misleading. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to make sure I didn't use that photo. <laughs> but when, when I heard the story, I kind of understood yeah. what you were going through. You you got to get that fish weighed, and it, it's it's got to get it's got to be weighed on something. So yeah, I, I mean, okay, yeah, I, I I caught I caught some slack on you know some flack on that whenever that first happened. Yeah. Uh, but what I, that fish was out of the live well five minutes. Okay. Was the fish stressed? Absolutely. He was stressed. Uh, so are you, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, that fish was not stressed or nothing like that, but he, he was definitely stressed. Um, but he was out of the water for like five minutes. You know, we had to get the measurements. We had to get the weight, you know, we had to get, uh, they had to like take photographs and make sure it was of the species. They, you know, I said it was and stuff. And then once we got it back in live, well, uh, he's sitting there for quite some time, uh, just to make sure we can get some good oxygen on him. Uh, we, when we carried him back down to the hell, even when we carried him back down to the boat ramp to, to release him. Um, I don't know if you've seen the, the, uh, the video of where I was doing the, the weekly contest for the, you know, the mad cats weekly mm -hmm. contest they did. Well, that picture, that video of me holding the fish and saying the code and stuff, that was right before we put him back in the water. So he was, he was most definitely trying to get, you know, he was, he was healthy. Right. Uh, but then me and Brandon lad, we, he was one to help me release the fish. We stood in that water and I know there's like only probably like a five or seven minute video of, we stood in that water for 30 minutes, you know? I believe it, especially since the fish was that size and out of yeah. the water for that long. It just, you know, it is what it is. It takes some time to recover. It yeah. doesn't mean they're not going to, but it's going to take a little time for them yeah. to get reoxygenated and, and so on. Though. Again, I'm no scientist. This is me just kind yeah. of imagining what's going on, going on. I mean, I've had, you know, a flathead that's nowhere near that size take a good 10 minutes for that thing to come back around. Yeah. They eventually do. I mm -hmm. think it's, but that that's another story. So how deep in water were you guys with this fish? Were you guys like neck deep with it or what? Uh, pretty close. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. Cause we, we wanted to make sure that we, you know, we could hold him down if he wanted to go down. Uh, we wanted to make sure that, you know, if he just kind of wanted to stay mid-level, he could, we just, cause uh, he was holding this, you know, he was holding the mouth. I was holding kind of more or less the body because I didn't really want it to, you know, just fall straight to the bottom, you know, but uh, like I said, about 25 minutes in, he, he, he kicked pretty hard, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. And then, uh, Brandon, he's still sitting here holding the hand, you know, holding the head and then he, you know, another five minutes, he pulled away from there. So yeah, he, he was good to go and we let him go. That's, you know, that, that was for sure. And I know, like I said, the, the video, I, I could tell if you guys are listening to this at home on a podcast, Micah's got a big smile on his face. That's a smile of relief. He's still <laughs> feeling it to this day. I can yeah. tell. And I know yeah. what you're talking about too. Tickles me to death to see you. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm. To me, this is a happy story. This is a story with a happy ending. And I've always wondered if I ever trip over a fish, you know, even like a a, a local waterway record, anything like huh. that. I always wondered what would I do. And I have to admit, after hearing your story, not just today but prior to this, I I, I think I got a good idea. And I wouldn't do. I would I would use you as a role model. You hear, you hear that, Micah? You're a role model. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Use you as a role model and do things the same way you did. You know, I'm, I'm going to load up my phone with all the contacts I think I'm going to need and, yes. and follow through and, and go with it. So mega kudos to you, man. I don't know what else to say. 
I appreciate it. I appreciate let's it. Talk, Just, let's talk about your dealings with Mad Cats. You had mentioned, we'll start a little bit here uh, with the, the code that you needed to um, give out. What's the deal with that? Okay, so uh, every week, I'm not sure if it's Saturday or if it's Saturday night or if it's Friday night they put the new code. I'm not sure, but it goes for the full week. It goes to that next whatever day it is, that Friday or Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so you get uh, how that works is you've got to be using uh, a Mad Cat's rod. Uh, you've got to be wearing something of theirs, whatever apparel. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, you got to catch the fish and uh, you got to have video. you got to uh, post video of you actually weighing the fish, you know, so that way you can they can see that you know they can see the fish in the net or the or the uh the basket or whatever you use to weigh weigh them out of uh and then there's a that code so that way they know what week it is you know right, so like you right. don't say it then post it you know two weeks later yep uh, so that's kind of the thing on that and it it's it's a really i'm telling you i i don't know maybe you do but i don't know any other rod companies doing that no, um, i do not and, and and i think it's an awesome deal and and, and i because you can go back on uh and the price uh, is five hundred dollars, right? Yes, yes. That's that's five hundred dollar check. That's what I got, and that's what a lot of other people have got. Uh, if if you ever get a chance, just I mean, just for your own entertainment, if you will, uh, go back on the the Mad Cats Unlimited page, uh, and then you can you, you scroll back and you can see all the winners. You know, just within the last probably six eight months, you know, you can see all the winners. It's on there, and I, and I think it's an awesome deal. I really do. It's just, it's not so much to keep people out there. Uh, you know, trying to chase that big fish or whatever. Uh, but it's more so of, you know, the company recognizing the people that are out there using their stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And and I think that's neat. It's like, you know, the company's giving back a little bit, you know, and I, and You're I love absolutely that. Right. It's what it's doing is it's giving people not only the equipment to fish with, not only selling this product, but it's filling their heads with dreams. Yeah. Like, hey, I could do this. You know, Micah did it. Not that you're not, you know what I'm saying. Anybody yeah. can do it. And I, I hope it, it definitely, every time I go out fishing, I think something, I'm hoping something great's going to happen. It usually doesn't, but there's always that hope. And mm -hmm. Dieter Melhorn, what's going on, Dieter? He says, oh, heck, I'm jealous you got Micah before I did. I want him on my <laughs> pack. That's a great story. So expect a message from Dieter. So. You're right. <laughs> what's going on? I'm going to, I'm going to ask him, that's, my buddy Aaron, he's he knows Mike and he's a big fan of uh, Mad Cats. We're getting there. We're getting there, mm -hmm. Aaron. Thanks, buddy. He wants to know about the rod. You broke a state record. Tell us about the deal that uh, Mad Cats has if you catch a state rod. Okay, so or a state uh, record with their equipment with their rod. Yeah. Okay. So what what they do? Uh, what Matt and uh, uh, the other guys there have come up with is. Uh, their state record program. So if you catch a fish or catch fish on their rod with, you know, and it's ended up being a state record, mm -hmm. uh, you get to design your own rod, uh, you know, and that's basically, you know, the, the, the colors, the handle, the real seat, you know, you pretty much got run of the whole thing. Uh, and then with that, what they do is, uh, cause I've seen, I think it's catch the fever or, uh, they do like a $20,000 deal. Uh, if you catch I, think, I believe so. I believe you're you're absolutely okay. right. The numbers I I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah. I know there is there is some sort of prize for getting a state. Record. Yeah. Well, now see what what Madcats does is okay. So when if okay when my rod comes out, when one of my rod sales, I collect ten dollars off of that rod. Nice. Right. So it it, it could be good. It could be bad. You know. I mean, people could hate it. A lot of people could love it. You know. So you just take that gamble. Uh, but either way, you know. 
uh, it, it's it's an awesome deal. You know, Rocky Baker's benefited from it, and and, and you know, and I, I think he's he's doing pretty well with it. So yeah, I hear I heard lots of stories. I got two Rocky Baker rods. Yeah, and I'm waiting. I'm, I actually need two more rods. I'm I'm, I'm waiting. For years to come out. I ain't gonna lie, my guy. I, I, I think it's a great idea supporting anglers, uh making them a partner in in whatever they put their name on. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a great deal because that's and, exactly what, what Mad and, Cats is doing is partnering with you, using your name and 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 allowing you to uh yeah. you know have a and, little and if I if I could throw this in here too, if it's not too much, but not at all. Ever since you know that happened and I had my first you know personal phone call with Matt. And I uh, got to know the guys there, you know, that work with them at Mad Cats and stuff like that. And, and I know I've put it out several times. A lot of people can see it on my posts and stuff I make. Is that it, it's honestly like a family. You know, you buy something from them. Uh, you know, you you mentioned using their stuff. You know, uh, it really is like a family because they 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 want nothing more than for you to be happy with their product. Whatever it takes, that's what they're going to do. Uh, and and I've seen that time and time again. I've heard people tell me this, you know, time and time, you know, that uh, that it's a great company, fast shipping, you know, all that stuff. The customer service is awesome. But but having a personal experience, like you know, I talk to these guys almost daily, you know, because uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, this, that, and the other. We're you know, like right now, we're going through the, the whole CatCon thing, uh, figuring all that out. And it's just it's so awesome, you know. And I'm sure there's other companies that do that as well. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, you know, they're they're the only ones. I'm sure that there are. Uh, but I, I've I've had a few dealings with some other companies in the past that have not taken care of me and their other customers like, you know, they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I just want to put that out there. You know, shameless plug, whatever you want to call it. But it's uh, but, but you, it's you're, you're on their pro staff now, correct? Uh, their field staff. Their That's field little, staff. Little I'm sorry. Different, yeah. Yeah, a little bit different. Congratulations on the field staff position. Thank you. That's pretty cool too. So yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's it's hard to go out and buy like a big box store rod. I'm not going to mention any names and expect to get that kind of customer service. Yeah. So the yeah. smaller ones, it's a little easier for them to do it, and it's it's great when they do it. I mean, it comes out it comes out of somebody's pocket when they got to replace a rod. And yeah, it, and it does, and that, that's the thing that will not hesitate one second. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. It's not like, Oh, well, you know, what did you do to it? You know, did you, whatever, mm-hmm. no questions. Okay, f- fine. You, you can keep it, whatever you want to do. And we'll send you another one, you know? And, and I'm hearing that time and time again, not only from, from Aaron over at catfish regulators. Uh, thanks for being a, a, a crew member too, Aaron. I appreciate you. He has nothing but good things to, uh, uh, to say about mad cats. He talked to me into buying those Rocky Baker. Well, he talked me into buying too. I mm-hmm. picked the Rocky Baker ones up because I wanted to support Rocky. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was going to do for you. So, uh, um, um, and I, you know, Aaron's a good dude and he was really, really adamant about saying the exact same things you were. So yeah, that's, that's twice that I've seen it. So the big question that Aaron wants to know, when is your rod coming out? Okay. So it was due to come out. We were trying to get it out around cat con time. It, well, that's not going to happen. So, uh, okay. we're shooting for the end of March now. Uh, it, like I said, cause uh, from my understanding, once we finalize everything and we get everything ready, uh, we can have rods out. I think I think Matt was telling me it takes about 39 days. So, you know, so we, we've kind of had to change a few things up uh, since then. Uh, and we I we, we have come up with a final, uh, you know, product, so to speak. And we're just waiting for, you know, parts and pieces to come together and then they can start uh, the manufacturing process and it'll be about then. 
All right, now I want you to think about this before you answer because I'm not mm -hmm. sure that I should even be asking you this, but can you give us a preview as to a color? Or is that all hush-hush? <laughs> I'll understand if it is, but uh, I'm wondering. Yeah, no, I, I'm – I just – well, a lot no, of people – I'll just say a lot of people will like it. A lot right, of people will. We'll, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> What's going on, Duggar? How you doing, bud? Yeah, Parker uh, put up a long post here. Let's see what Parker says. He says, Mad Cats is, uh, is an awesome company. They're doing weekly contests, three places weekly. First, $500. Second, two Mad Cats rods. Uh, two takedown rod holders. Three place, third place, Ancient Mariner. Hopefully, I read that right, but I think yeah. we get the gist of it, so. Let's see what Dieter has to say. How long has Micah been growing his beard? Uh, when did he shave it last? <laughs> well, let's say I tell you when I caught the when I caught the state record, I still had the baby beard. Dieter's Dieter's got something for bearded guys. He's always talking about handsome bearded men. I don't know what's going on. At least he does it catfish weekly. So. Right. <laughs> All right, so we can't wait for those rods to come out. Uh, you'd mentioned CatCon. Are you going to be? You you are going to be at CatCon, right? Yes, yes, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, just look for me at the Mad Cats booth. Awesome. Is is Matt going to be there? You think? Because I'd like yes. to meet him. Yes, too. he's going to be there. Very cool. I might have to buy two more rods from him. Save <laughs> our shipping. Holy you got plenty to choose from. I got a lot of reels to buy. Holy Toledo! I hope my wife didn't hear that. She's in the other room. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Uh, so you you got your YouTube channel. Um, the link's in the description, folks. Make sure you go there. Give them a sub. Watch some videos so it, uh, so it, uh, uh, so it sticks. Uh, a lot of times YouTube can be funny. You'll learn that in the future. Uh, go check them out. Show him some support. Uh, what are some of your um, plans for your YouTube channel? You got anything planned or where, where uh, do you want to take it and so on? Okay, so what me and my wife are doing, especially for this year, and it's actually starting to get there, is uh, it's I'll say saga, but uh, we're we're going to chase. Every, matter of fact, we're going after the flathead state record. That's what we're doing, and that's what uh, there's going to be some regular fishing videos in it. Uh, but right now, because I got the new boat, so I got to wait till I get my lights and stuff put on, which that's going to happen. I think end of this month, I got to drop it off, get the lights put on. Uh, but after that, yeah, we're gonna. It's going to be a lot of. Uh, a lot of chasing flatheads. That's what we're going to try to do. So, so what what kind of boat did you uh, uh, end up buying? What what are you fishing out of? I should ask. Okay, uh, well, the 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 boat that I caught the state record out of was one of the. Uh, it was a low roughneck boat, right? Okay. So, so obviously, upon hearing you know the state record, whatnot, uh, the local dealer there cut me a heck of a deal on another low boat, but it was the uh, the catfish twenty, which, in my opinion, is an underrated boat. Uh, a lot of people don't give it the credit that it's due, uh, and I'm going to hopefully try to change that this year. I, I really am because uh, I love it. I've been fishing. I've been fishing it for I think two, well, a little over a month and a half now, and I mm -hmm. love it. Yeah, I love it. It's everything that I want in a boat, and and I know a lot of guys they they prefer the, you know, the big openness of a Sea Arc or uh, uh, the XLs or the G3s and stuff, and mm -hmm. you know, and that's cool. And it, I'm not taking nothing from that. I'm just saying uh, for me personal. Yeah, yep. for me personally, I love the, the, the decks that it has on it. Uh, it gives me a lot more flexible room, so to speak. Uh, but uh, we're I'm going to try to change that this year. You know, within the next couple of years, I'm going to try to change that. Just try to, you know, open people's minds about it. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot, of, I ain't going to say haters, but there's just a lot of people's like, ah, it's not for me, you know. There's but, haters everywhere you go, man. Yeah, but it's, but I, I think it's going to, I'm going to, 
I'm going to give it a shot because like I said, so far that I've been using it, I love it. Cool. That's all that matters. If you're happy and comfortable in it, yeah. that is what it is. I'm fishing out of a 16 foot Lund panfish boat. Things got a 60 inch beam. I need to upgrade it, but you know what? It gets, it gets me fish. I've put a lot of fish on the bottom of that boat. And so. Yeah. And a lot of times that's all you really need. You know, I make it back to the ramp safe too. So yeah. Yeah, I want to make sure I say hello to Bobcat. I saw you in there, Bobcat. I didn't. I meant to shout you out earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt my awesome guest here. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Matt says uh, low boats are among the top three in his opinion. Cool, very cool. So what what kind of mods are you doing to the boat? Anything special? You gonna uh, put a crane a crane on that boat? Help you get them <laughs> big records into it? Well, no. See, that's why I got the uh, the deck on the back now. So mm -hmm. I wanted to lift it as far to get it over the gunnel. I there could stand go. pretty much over top. <laughs> uh, no, uh, outside of that, uh, 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 dang it, or multi bars. I'm sorry, I had a uh, brain for it. Colt the multi bars. Uh, yeah, we'll get Colton, the multi bars. He's, he's, Best he's yeah, but he's hooking me up. He uh, he did the custom colors for my rod holders, and uh, of course, I posted pictures about the uh, the bait board that uh, mount that he gave me. Uh, uh, and uh, we're just you know we're working on stuff like that. Uh, I'm actually there was a guy that posted something about say yeah they work great for depth finders. I'm like yep, I guess I need to get another one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on my list. I'm going to be bothering him about some yeah. depth depth finder mounts and a cutting board mount in the new yeah. boat, but I'm going to wait before I contact him for that and yeah, see like, what we can work out. Cole's a great guy. The, yeah. I just love the fact that I you know you could uh get a hold of him. I, you know, I don't know if he does that for everybody. I'm I'm sure he wouldn't mind doing it for people, but you just kind of give him what you want, you know, like hey, this I'm looking for this and man, he's like no problem. You know, I he knows it. what he's doing, man. He yeah. can whip that stuff out. He was asking me all these questions. I'm like, I, I just need the normal rod holders, Colton. He's like, all right, no problem. Mm -hmm. but we'll 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 see what we gotta get from him afterwards. Yeah, so definitely go back to him and 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 buy me some of them. Uh, uh I, I want them for uh for we we can talk live scope too. I know we got some live scope <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the chat. <laughs> I need a mount for my sonar in the front, and I want to uh. I'm out for the cutting board in the back once we get it. And I'm sure he'll be more than happy to, to, to sell me and make whatever I need. So he's a good, good people. His links in the description too. check him out. Go, go see him, go buy his stuff directly from him off of Facebook. So make sure he does better. So let's see what we got here. Look at this. Uh, Micah is the first to buy my gizzard shad jigs. Oh yeah. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. I'm waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, what, what's 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 the holdup, David? We got a celebrity here. But... <laughs> uh, he said they're in the mail, so I'm sure uh, they are. Date good people, man. Yeah, I seen them. He posted that color on the face on Facebook, and I was like, man, I've got to have that because I I dabble in time my own stuff, but I'm I'm not nowhere near as good as that. And then that just that color, you know, it's it's something different for around my area that I know a lot of people don't throw. Oh. Um, and that and it, it, you know more so for like I well again crappie. Uh, but also skipjack too, you know. I have never caught a skipjack. That's on my bucket list this summer. Wow. <laughs> we don't have them up here. We got shad, bluegill, green sunfish, yeah, bullheads. We got all the northern species that I use. That's about it. Yeah, you're going to have to come south. I, 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 they are so fun. They are so yeah, fun. That's what everybody keeps telling me. Lyle keeps telling me the Tennessee tarpon. He says, Yeah, Tennessee tarpons, yep. Good time. It's definitely on my list. Uh, can't wait to get out there. Pontoon Jody says, awesome show and an awesome guest. Go Tennessee Angler. She's another Tennessee angler down there. Yeah. 
uh, Uncle Jeep in the house. What's going on, Uncle Jeep? How you doing? Yeah, please smash that thumbs up if you're watching in the background and you haven't subscribed. I'd really like your subscription. Um, uh, I'd appreciate it. I'll be able to bring more guests like this to you guys uh, the bigger the channel gets. I want to thank everybody uh, also for their super chats today. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, and make sure that you go and you give uh, Mike a sub. Uh, I think, yeah, we got you a few. We'll talk after the show. Um, other than that, Micah, um, you do a little crappie fishing too, don't you? A little bit. I try. I try. We were talking about crappies, good bait for flatheads. And he says he doesn't use it. So I can't say I blame them because they taste too darn good. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I, they taste better fried to me. <laughs> they do. All right, Micah. Well, I want to thank you so much. I had a fun time talking to you. Don't go anywhere yet. We'll talk once okay. we, once the show's over. Um, thank you for coming. Uh, again, reminding everybody, uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, I'll make sure to put Micah's uh, YouTube link and his social media links in the description. Go check them out. Um, if you haven't checked me out on, on, on YouTube, come on over. Got all my social media links down there, too. Also, keep an eye out uh, for the Micah, the Micah Burkhart uh, Mad Cats Rod. It's, it's, a, it's one that I'm I'm looking forward to get so uh other than that any last words uh yeah well i, I wanted to thank you for having me on this show and, and everybody that's watching right now i appreciate your time i really do it means a lot to me uh you know i'm just one guy that caught a fish and i i appreciate y'all uh, showing up hey uh thank you aaron for all your support in the past too he was saying it was a great show and a great guest and i couldn't agree more mike sampson and how much was the weight i know but he's asking it's a uh, uh, officially 118 pounds 118 pounds man that's a big fish all right everybody good night thank you for watching i appreciate you all have a great one